welcome to the Create Your Big Life podcast with me, your host, Kathy Morton. I'm a mindset coach, corporate escapee, life adventurer, and coffee lover. My mission is to help you uplevel your mindset, to get clear on what your most extraordinary life looks like, and build the confidence and courage to go after it. I don't believe we're here to live for the weekend or grind through a job we hate or coast on autopilot. I believe we're here to grow, to go for our dreams, to experience the amazing things life has to offer and enjoy the ride along the way. Ready to create your big life? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode on the Create Your Big Life podcast. Today we are diving in to big life habits. And I talk to people about habits a lot because our habits are literally creating our entire life. We are what we repeatedly do. And so our habits are so, so, so important and a great thing to look at and assess and see where you can make tweaks with. And I had this idea for this episode from thinking about how my habits have evolved over time but also the habits that I really focus on now in terms of continuing to create my big life. Because I've definitely achieved so much of what I set out to achieve when I left my corporate job in 2019. And also my journey, your journey, everyone's journey is always continuing to evolve. I always love to think of ourselves as that masterpiece as well as a work in progress, always looking to up level, always looking to improve. And I also find people are so fascinated in what everyone's morning routine is, as if that is the key to success. And I'm not saying that those kind of things are not important, but what I wanted to focus on in this episode is actually some bigger view habits and a different way of looking at some habits rather than in that morning, evening routine thing. Because the habits that I wanted to talk about in this episode are broader habits, habits that are much more focused on who you are being and how you're showing up and also how you are thinking. So what we're going to be talking about here is more about habits focused on embodiment and energy. And I've chosen five that I wanted to share with you that I think have been really, really crucial in helping me continue to create more of my dreams. And maybe in a future episode, I'll talk about some of my favorite mindset practices, for example. And in fact, if that would be of interest to you, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at it's Kathy Morton, and maybe I'll pop that in a future episode. But today we are focused on big life habits. Before we actually dive in, let's just get clear on what I mean when I'm talking about a big life. Your big life is whatever your most expansive, fulfilling, purpose-driven life is, whatever is your most meaningful life, the one that makes you feel so lit up and that you feel like you are living in alignment with that highest version of you and are really creating a life that fills your soul and really sets your heart on fire. And that is different for every single one of us. So my big life currently involves things like traveling and exploring and adventures and relationships and trying out different areas to live in different countries and running my own business and things like that. Your big life might look completely different and creating it is about figuring out who you are, what you want, and also who you want to become and then going after it. That is what creating a big life is all about. So let's dive in to our first big life habit. And the first one is perhaps no surprise because I talk about it all the time, but the first habit is dreaming big. Now this is 
one of my favorite things to talk about. So I'm going to try to not talk about it for the entire episode (laughs) so that we can definitely get through all five. But dreaming big is so important because it allows us to just let our imagination go wild. It allows us to come up with ideas that weren't even necessarily in our awareness before. It allows us to tap back into our heart's desires. And it is so important, in my opinion, to give yourself permission to dream and to dream really bloody big. And this, unfortunately, is something that a lot of people tend to fall out of practice with, especially as we have got older and maybe we've been told that something's not possible or we have gone through some failures and we've lost some confidence or maybe we've been told that some idea was stupid by someone else or we've not felt understood or we've seen this kind of like traditional path of success and we felt that that's what we needed to go and do. And so we then put our dreams that are just outside of that traditional box of success up on a shelf or we tell ourselves it's not possible for us. And so first of all, give yourself permission to even just allow your brain to go into this what if territory and to ask yourself, if you could achieve anything, what would you allow yourself to want? And I just want to say here, when you're thinking about this, it doesn't mean that by saying something or admitting something to yourself, that maybe that's something that you want, that you have to then go after it, that you have to choose it. Because I think a lot of people get scared because they think, well, if I write that down or if I tell someone about it, then I'm going to have to go for it. And that's not what Dreaming Big is all about. Dreaming Big is literally just kind of having a ginormous brainstorm and thinking and trying different things on in your mind and being like, oh, would I like that? Do I want a big house? Do I want to go and live in a different country? Would I love to go traveling around the world? Am I even interested in cars? What would my style be like if money was no object? And just ask yourself all of these questions and to literally just let your mind go wild. Do I want to run a business? If so, what kind of business? If I could do absolutely anything in the world, who would I want to help? How would I want to spend my days? What kind of people do I want to hang around with? What kind of person do I want to be? So many questions. Allow yourself to dream. Let your mind go wild because what we want to remember is that this is also about flexing the muscle of desire. And it gets stronger the more you play around with it. This is something that I've definitely experienced since I really started to allow myself to dream and come up with all these different ideas of how I might want to live my life. Then the more dreams that pop into my head, the more ideas that I get. And so allow yourself to play around with what you want and play with all of the possibilities and just literally try them on in your mind. Let yourself dream as if you were a kid again because kids don't tend to have any problems coming up with all of these amazing, big, grand ideas. So that's the mindset that we want to allow ourselves to get back in, because that version of you who used to dream big hasn't gone anywhere. They might have just been buried and covered up under all these layers of conditioning that we then want to start peeling back. Once you have then dreamed big, you can then, of course, start to really get clear on what out of all of those things are something that you really would actually like to go for. But just first of all, just allow yourself to dream. So Joe and I always have loads of chats that are just us dreaming about different things and talking about things and spitballing ideas. And we always love it when one of us comes out with a sentence, I have a crazy idea. And this is often how so many of our different adventures have started. For example, this is how it happened when we decided to move back to London for the first time from Australia. 
And also when we decided to go on our digital nomad adventure fairly recently, when we went away for a year, we sold everything and we went and lived in Serbia, in Albania, in Portugal and spent six months in the UK with our family. So this just came from allowing our mind to wander and having these discussions and just asking the question, what if do we even want to do this? And so I encourage you to have as many either conversations with someone that you feel comfortable having them with, where you can just allow yourself to dream and think about different things that you want for your future, both your near future and your far future, or just do it yourself in a journal. I always love doing things like this when I'm in a really expansive environment. For example, this New Year's Day, Joe and I woke up really, really early and we went to a mountain range, which is about half an hour from where we live on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. We went down there and we spent two hours walking around the mountains there, just talking about all of our ideas and our goals and our dreams and stuff for the year. It's so fun when you get in that energy. And when you take yourself into different environments, when you do it, it sparks different ideas as well, because your mind is not just continuing to repeat the same patterns by staying in your same environment. So I definitely recommend going somewhere into nature to an amazing cafe, somewhere just to a new city, to a new town, to a new part of the place wherever you live, and just allowing your mind to wander. And it was from a really recent walk that Joe and I went on in the last like six weeks or something that again, we just kind of were spitballing ideas of some things that we wanted to do this year. And I came up with this suggestion, which has now become this goal that we are really, really focused on for the next few months. And I'm not going to say anything about it now because it's something that we are keeping to ourselves for now while we work on it, but I will definitely reveal it in good time. But I just really wanted to share the fact that it just literally came out of nowhere. We thought we knew what we wanted to focus on for the year. And then from just having these random chats, we came up with this other idea and that felt like, oh my God, that is what we want to do. And that's why it's just great to try it on in your mind because you will feel it in your body when it's something that feels like it connects with your soul. And when we're thinking about which dreams we want to pursue, we always then run them through our values to check that they are in alignment with that. And also with the bigger vision that we have for our life so that we know that it's also working towards this bigger vision, this bigger direction of where we are taking our life. So while this is not one of those habits where it's part of my morning or evening routine, it's something that infuses my life. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about a big life habit, something that is continuing to get me to think differently, that's getting my life to be shaped in a different, more expansive way as well. And so that's why it's such a powerful habit in order to create your big life. You need to allow yourself to dream so that you can continue to expand that vision of your big life. Because the more you go down that route, the more you'll realize that other things start opening up for you and other ideas and your vision will get bigger and bigger as you go through. And a daily habit that I actually do have that is paired with this dreaming big is visualization. I have my vision of what I am looking to create and what I'm working on in my mind. And I do a visualization pretty much every day, like not always seven days a week at all, but most days of the week, I am doing a visualization of what I'm building towards in my future so that I can really tap into that energy as well. And like I mentioned, it's really important to not let yourself tone down your dreams just because you think, how on earth am I going to make them happen? Just allow yourself to dream big because when you decide on a big dream that you want to go for, it actually changes the way that you think when you start to ask the question, how am I actually going to make it happen? 
So that's our first big life habit. And that actually links in right now to my second big life habit that I wanted to share. And that is all about asking quality questions. So if you're looking to create your most expansive, most extraordinary life, it is really important to ask yourself really good questions to continue to move your growth, to move your life on in as powerful way as possible. So you may have heard this quote before, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your questions. And so self-discovery and getting to know yourself and figuring out what it is that you actually want and who you are and who you want to become, all of these are the foundation of creating your big life. And so in order to get those answers, you need to ask yourself quality questions. Unfortunately, a lot of us tend to have a default of asking ourselves crappy questions, such as, why is my life like this? Why do I keep messing up? Why am I struggling so much with X, Y, and Z? Why is this not working? And when we're asking questions that actually have a limiting belief embedded in them, such as, why do I always keep messing up, has the presumption that you always mess up, your brain is going to get you the answer to whatever question you ask it. And so it is up to you to ask yourself better questions because otherwise your brain is going to come up with all of the reasons why you keep messing up and why something's not working and why your life sucks right now, etc. And also you can ask your brain better questions to get yourself better answers, such as how can I double my income in the next few months? How can I find an amazing business idea that lights my soul on fire? How can I take my job on the road so I can travel and work at the same time? And you'll notice that in my examples there, quality questions often have how or what at the start of them. And questions that can tend to keep us stuck often have why at the start of them. So that's just something to be mindful of. Back on episode three, I actually did a whole episode on the power of questions, plus three that have shaped my life and also my husband Joe's. And if you go back and listen to episode three and you haven't been with me since the beginning of this podcast, then you may be surprised to hear Joe also on the podcast. That is because we started the podcast together, but Joe has now gone his separate way in terms of business and is focusing on some other projects. And that is why. I have continued the podcast solo and will be going forwards, just in case you listen to it and you're like, huh, this sounds like a totally different podcast. But we did go into the power of questions there. So I'm going to keep this habit in this episode fairly short so that I can focus on the other ones because you can go back and listen to that other episode um, if you choose. When it comes to the power of questions, this is actually a pivotal moment in 2019 when Joe and I were really desperate to leave our corporate jobs. And we really wanted to go and start a business and we couldn't figure out what it was exactly at the time that we wanted to do. And we were fed up of complaining about our jobs. We were fed up of commuting for hours a day and working so many hours in our jobs. And asking ourselves a quality question in that moment completely changed everything. How can we create the space to follow our dreams now? No more putting it off. From that came so many different ideas. And we brainstormed, dreamed big. We came up with so many different ideas of how we could move forward. And what we ended up deciding on was selling our home in Sydney and moving to the Sunshine Coast so that we could create the time and the space to be able to explore our different ideas and see where they took us. And three years later, I am so glad we did that. And it all came from asking ourselves, how can I make this happen now? So start to have a think about what your big life looks like. 
What quality questions can you ask yourself to start to make you think differently and start to make you move differently as well? Because that is how you're going to create different results. Okay, so the third big life habit is learning. Now, there are so many different things that I could share under this umbrella of learning, but this has definitely been pivotal in me redesigning my life for more purpose, meaning, and fulfillment, which has been my own project over the last three years. As I mentioned, in order to create your big life, you need to get to know yourself. So you need to learn about yourself. You need to learn about your patterns. You need to learn about what's holding you back. You need to learn about what you're great at, what you're good at, what you enjoy, what is it that you want to go and explore further. And all of that comes down to knowing yourself at a deeper level. This is why in Big Life Roadmap, my signature coaching program, It is all about learning about yourself through the power of questions, dreaming big, and then figuring out what are your fears that are standing in the way of you moving forward? What are your doubts? What are your limiting beliefs that you've picked up and you've maybe been carrying around for years? Because if you don't have the awareness of any of these things, then you can't even take that first step of change. There was someone that I heard on a podcast in the last, I don't know, six months, and it really, really stuck with me because He was asked by someone, if you could ask a genie for anything, what would you ask for? And his answer was more self-awareness. Because if you don't have any awareness of any of those things that I just mentioned, then we can't change them. So that's why continuing to ask yourself those questions to learn about yourself, continuing to be a student of yourself from a place of curiosity is how you're going to uncover more of who you are, more of what you want, more of where you want to go and who you want to become. And all of these are the foundations for creating your big life. Because like I said, a big life is not a cookie cutter printout for every single one of us. That is like the opposite of what it is. It is whatever your most fulfilling and purpose-driven life is. And so you need to really get to know yourself at that deeper level to figure it out. I've shared this quote time and time again, and I will continue to do so from one of my favorite books, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And the top regret is, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself rather than one that was expected of me. So how can you live a life true to yourself if you don't know yourself? That is why learning is one of the best habits that you can engage in every single day. And so as part of this as well, Learn from your quote unquote failures, learn from your mistakes, learn from your challenges so that you don't have to repeat them. Because there is that saying that if you don't learn it the first time, the universe is just going to give you the same lesson in a different form and the same and the same and the same until you get it. And so be aware, start to learn and look at where can I improve? Don't see failures as roadblocks. See them as opportunities to learn and to up-level and see them as the path to whatever it is that you want to create in your big life. They are literally the signpost showing you what you need to work through in order to be able to create the result that you want. And then of course, on top of all of those things, learning about yourself, learning through your experiences. I am also an avid learner in terms of upskilling myself. I am always reading. Don't get me wrong. I love me a good crime novel. And also I love reading personal development books, anything about how our brains work, the subconscious mind. I absolutely love. And so I am always reading something. I am always listening to podcasts, going on trainings, 
I have invested thousands and thousands of dollars in programs, both to develop myself, both to learn about things about business. I have retrained over the years in things from yoga to personal training, wellness coaching, NLP, timeline therapy, hypnosis, meditation, the list goes on. So I am learning more and more about the things that I'm passionate about. But obviously my list is going to be different to your list. So what are you interested in learning about? What is it that you're curious to explore further? If you are looking to find more purpose in your life or to maybe start a business in something and you're not quite sure what it is that you want to do or you want to figure out what lights you up, the best place to start is what are you curious to learn more about? What if you had a spare few hours? Would you go down a rabbit hole on the internet to find out about? What would get you reading blog article after blog article? Or what kind of podcast do you like listening to? Because my answers to that are all focused around health, fitness, the mind, self-development. And that all came before I started teaching in this stuff, obviously, because that was what led to me then going to get trained in those areas. But it just started as a spark of curiosity. And for me, a big part of living a big life is always about growing, evolving, like I said, treating myself as a masterpiece and always a work in progress. And that means continuing to learn every single day about myself, about different things in the world, different opinions, topics I'm interested in. And so that is why it is a big life habit. The fourth big life habit is having my own back. This is something that I have definitely learned over the last few years and installed as a habit because there was a time when I had a terrible inner critic where I was looking to other people for how I should live my life and the operative word being should there. I was following more of the traditional path of success, the status quo, and wasn't trusting myself to go after what it was that I truly, truly wanted. I would beat myself up about things that I wasn't doing well enough in my opinion, and I wasn't really supporting myself or having a very loving attitude to myself. And this has completely changed now. And again, it has just been through practice and continuing to remind myself. And this is definitely something that, again, is a work in progress for myself. But what it looks like now for me is trusting my intuition more, actually learning more how to tap into my intuition, because this was something that in the household that I grew up in was a completely alien topic in my mind. And so learning how to actually tap into what it is that I want and trusting it and having my own back and actually being like, yeah, I'm going to fucking go for it. This is what I want. I don't care if it's different to what everyone else is doing. I don't care what other people think or whether they think it's a good idea or whether they think I'm completely crazy. Is it something that I really, really want to do and I really love my reason for wanting to do it? And if so, I am going to have my back, be my own cheerleader and bloody go for it. And so as part of this, it's also an unlearning of people pleasing. Again, this is definitely something that I am working through now. It is not like it's all wrapped up in a neat bow, done and dusted for me. But I'm learning to also rebuild self-integrity and self-trust with myself when it comes to following through on my commitments and what I say is important to me. This is honestly such a game changer because if you, like me in the past, had had a habit of 
saying you were going to do something and then not going and actually doing it. You are literally eroding your trust every single time. And then you start to not believe yourself when you say that you're going to do something. So the best way to rebuild that, if it's something that you've also struggled with yourself, is to start to create little commitments for yourself, small promises that it's so easy for you to follow through with and start to then do it and say, yes, look, I actually did it. And then to start to rebuild that trust and then start to expand the level of promises and commitments that you are saying yes to. Part of having my own back also meant holding myself to higher standards, reminding myself to talk to myself kindly. I put my thoughts through a filter. Would I say that to my best friend? Would I say that to someone that I loved? And if the answer is no, then I don't say it to myself. And holding myself to higher standards in terms of I am going to show up for my dreams. Do I want to look back on my life and think, you said a lot of stuff and you didn't actually go and do it? And for me, that is a big no. And so I am choosing to have my own back and say, you can do hard things. You can go after the things that you want. You can work through those fears, those doubts, those limiting beliefs. And to really cheerlead myself in the process because yes, other people can do it for you. I think coaching and all of those things are of course fantastic, but the most important words you will ever hear are your own. And these are the most important ones for you to start with as well. So I encourage you to ask yourself as well, what would it look like to have your own back? on whatever it is that you are looking to achieve in your life. How would you show up differently? What higher standards do you want to hold yourself to with love and with compassion? Not by cracking the whip, but doing it from that different place because you are worth it, not because you are trying to prove your worth. The fifth big life habit is experimenting. In order to create your most expansive life, it's going to involve trying some different things out taking messy action without knowing if it's definitely the right path forward because there is no one straight easy path to anyone's dreams I don't think and if we try and figure out every single step before we even take the first step we try and figure out all of the how or we try and wait for this perfect idea to land on our doorstep or our purpose to come and smack us in the face we will be waiting a bloody long time experiment with different things that you're curious to go and explore further. This is how you are going to figure out the next step and the next step and the next step. For example, Joe and I had on our vision a couple of years ago that we wanted to move to Lisbon. And as part of that, we decided to go and try it out. On our digital nomad adventure, we went and spent two months in Lisbon. And we got there and we realized we did not want to move there. It's a great city but it was not for us to go and live there. And I'm not going to go into all the reasons why, because (laughs) otherwise this would be a really, really long podcast episode. But it wasn't for us. But I didn't know that until I tried it out. And so many people who are looking to figure out a different path in their life. I've seen this time and time again with the hundreds of people that we have helped in the smaller programs that we've run, where we focused on looking at our purpose and trying to figure out a new direction in life. And so many people get hung up on trying to make the best perfect decision that they don't go and try anything. And then they wonder why they keep feeling stuck. And it's literally because they are not moving and trying absolutely anything. You need to go and try something out so you get some feedback and decide if it's something that you want to go and explore further. And what often happens is that some other random idea comes up or you meet someone totally unexpectedly and then this sparks another idea or another direction. And if you didn't take that first step, then you don't get offered these other opportunities in your path. And so I love to think of life as one big experiment. 
And there is no one right, only best way to go and do things. For me, it's all about getting to know myself at that deeper level and really living that life truest to myself. And to figure out what that is, I need to go and try different things and see if I like it. You don't know if you like strawberry ice cream until you've tried it. So why do we think it's any different when it comes to different things in our life? And once you embrace this idea of messy action, of trying different things, of seeing things as an experiment, it takes the pressure off. We can then allow ourselves to follow our curiosity and to just see what comes out of it rather than it all having to be some perfect action that then achieves some perfect result. You will get to wherever it is that you want to go a lot faster if you are willing to try out different ways and be open to what opportunities present themselves as you do. Those are the five big life habits that have definitely helped me create so much in the last three years from when I quit my corporate job to starting this podcast. I had an idea that I wanted to do a podcast, but I didn't know if I would like it until I tried it. And I do love it, so I'm definitely going to continue with it. All of these habits, dreaming big, asking ourselves questions, enabled me to quit my job in the first place, to be able to explore a couple of different business ideas, to be able to go on a digital nomad 12-month adventure, to be able to create the program that I have, Big Life Roadmap, and support all of the amazing women that I have through that program. All of these came from these five big life habits. Dreaming big, asking myself quality questions, learning about myself and about loads of different other things that I'm interested in as well, having my own back so that I show up for myself and my dreams, and also experimenting, trying things out, and being willing for it to be messy along the way. So I would love for you to have a think about which out of these ones is something that you want to really embody and start to incorporate in your life. Of course, by all means, go for all of them if you feel called. Or let me know in my Instagram DMs at It's Kathy Morton about some other habits that you would add to this list. But all of these, as I hope you have seen, are all about getting us to think and show up in different ways. And that is why they are so powerful in creating a more expansive life for yourself. And speaking of creating a more expansive life for yourself, Big Life Roadmap, my transformational coaching program, is opening its doors very, very soon in the next couple of days. And I'm so excited to share this with the women who decide to join me for it. I've spent the last couple of months refining it and upgrading it and expanding it even more. So it's now going to be a 12-week experience instead of eight weeks. And over eight weeks, our past students have created so many amazing things and breakthroughs. And so I'm so excited to see what is possible with this new up-leveled version of the program because it is even more powerful. We're going to have even more time to work together on your dreams, for me to be able to support you in taking that action and to really be able to cheerlead you every step of the way, coach you through any problems and to be able to help you get that clarity on what it is that you want and most importantly, build the courage and the confidence to actually go after it. So I'll pop the link to the program in the show notes. Currently, if you join the waitlist, which is gonna be open for the next couple of days, you will be able to get access to a special VIP offer by getting on the waitlist and the doors will be opening very, very soon. If you've got any questions, of course, please make sure you ask me, just send me a DM on Instagram, and otherwise, I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Take care, bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify. It really is the best way to help this podcast grow, and support me in sharing this with more awesome people. 
If you're not already following me on socials, come and say hi on IG at It's Kathy Morton. I can't wait to connect with you there and of course on the next episode too. In the meantime, go out there and enjoy creating your big life.